Let's Science is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. We live in a universe of scientific wonders. Every day, scientists are inching towards breakthroughs which can change our lives. We're playing our small part in sharing these wonders with you. That's why today is a fine day for science. So let's science. So Caroline, Lino and I had a science segment recently where I thought we did okay, talking about the James the James Webb Space Telescope, which we love. It's a it's a project that we're all in love with, and we're excited to see what it what it will um, be doing for us and contributing yes. to science. It will be, especially mm. the beautiful images it's going to return. Yeah, oh, oh yes, so and cool. has already so returned cool. some. Yeah, so yes, we're going to throw it to you, Caroline, to give us an update and to also answer some questions that Lino and I had about uh, about some of the things that we um, uh, to do with the James uh, James Webb Space Telescope. So, Caroline, over to you. All right. So, yeah, I thought I'd do a James Webb Telescope update, but I'll provide a little bit of background as well just to refresh everybody's mind what the James Webb Space Telescope is all about. We remember it was launched on the 25th of December 2021 on a European Space Agency Ariane rocket from French Guinea. It reached a position called L2 or the Lagrange Point 2 where the gravity of the sun and the earth cancel each other out. And so, you know, it's not pulled one way or another. And, you know, as we know, Hubble orbits the earth, but this one's been sent out into space. So we're getting views from space. So on January, that's reached that point on January 24th, 2022. So it's still freshly there. The idea is that it is made up of a 6.5 metre diameter gold beryllium primary mirror which is made up of 18 separate hexagonal mirrors. And its light collecting area is about 6.25 larger than Hubble's 4 metre squared collecting area. Having said that, I still love Hubble, okay? Yes. <laughs> I fell in love with be, yeah. Hubble. There's always love for the original, don't worry. <laughs> that's right, that's right. But this is just, I guess, a little improvement. A lot of an improvement, actually. <laughs> so um, the James... Webb Space Telescope mirror um, faces out into space and it itself is protected by a sun shield to protect it from the heat um, from the sun and light reflected from the earth and the moon. And also um, it needs to get down to a very cold negative to 243 degrees Celsius and that's to get the best imaging. I know people who have telescopes um, often, well I do as well, when you first start to look at your images in the telescope you take it outside you let it cool down because you want everything to be nice and still you want to get some nice crisp images mm. so um the colder the better um so yes um that's that's why we've got the heat shield on there so everything works beautifully and to protect from damage as well so um, it's been designed for near-infrared astronomy, but we'll also be able to see orange and red visible light. And then in the mid-infrared region, um, it'll be able to detect objects 100 times fainter than Hubble. And so I wow. guess earlier in time as well, which mm. is crazy amazing. Um, now, the reason for the infrared imaging is that um, the very old and distant objects will emit in the infrared and so their light can only really be observed by infrared astronomy. Um, also um, cold, 
objects and planets tend to emit light mostly, um, most strongly in the infrared. Um, I think you wanted to know what redshift is. Yes, yes, please. Okay, <laughs> so redshift. Okay, so I'm going to read from the ESA um, European European Space Agency website. It's got a good little um, explanation here. It says that um, light behaves like a wave. So light from a luminous object undergoes a Doppler-like shift. So Doppler effect of hearing is like when you hear, say, like a, a, a an ambulance and it drives past you and you hear it first and then you kind of, the sound kind of drains away, okay? So um, the light behaves like a wave. So from a luminous object... Um, so light from a luminous object undergoes a Doppler-like shift if the source is moving relative to us. Ever since 1929, when Ed Edwin Hubble discovered that the universe is expanding, we have known that most other galaxies are moving away from us. Light from these galaxies is shifted longer, and this means redder wavelengths. In other words, it is red shifted. So yeah, kind of the last wavelengths you see are the red wavelengths. Um, so that's that. Um, so they've got a cute little analogy here. Um, so a convenient analogy for the expansion of the universe is a loaf of unbaked raisin bread. The raisins are at rest relative um, to one another in the dough before it's placed in the oven. As the bread rises, it also expands, making space between the raisins um, oh, wow. inc increase. Yes. Wow. So... There's a little bit about redshift for you. I'm going to listen to that again and again. <laughs> That's good. No, thank you. So um, the James Webb Telescope is also going to be able to, as well as very distant objects, is going to be able to observe nearby images as well, including planets and satellites, comets, and objects in our favourite Kuiper belt. Yay! Um, <laughs> it'll also be able to observe unplanned targets in a short amount of time, so like a supernova or a gamma oh, ray wow. burst. So if they if they want to go, oh, there's this happening, quick, point yeah, the yeah. telescope, they'll be able to do it. Oh, so, cool. so that will be really supernova. handy. Supernova. Oh, wow. Yes. Um, well, so many... I think you need several telescopes to be oh, honest. I mean, yeah. one, this one was quite expensive, so maybe they won't do it again in a hurry. But <laughs> if you, the more the better, the merrier. Um, so, a little update: the Webb Space Telescope uh, currently is undergoing a six-month commissioning period. So, the MIRI or the Mid Infrared Instrument is continuing to cool down. Uh, currently, engineers have successfully aligned all but one of the instruments. So they first made course alignment corrections and then usually they would move into the finer mirror corrections. However, the early course corrections were done so well that no addition adjust additional adjustments will need to be made until the MIRI has fully cooled down. And this will be the final and seventh stage of the alignment. And I've got a little thing here from the NASA blogs. Um, so throughout the majority of the alignment, process, Webb's 18 hexagonal mirrors and secondary mirror were focused into alignment to the near-infrared camera or near-cam instrument only. Upon completing this most recent step, the observatory is now aligned to the fine guidance sensor, the near-infrared slitless spectrograph and the near-infrared spectrometer as well as near-cam. 
Once Miri fully cools down to its cryogenic operating temperature in the weeks ahead, a second multi-instrument alignment will occur to make final adjustments uh, to the instruments and mirrors if needed. When the telescope is fully aligned and able to deliver focused light to each instrument, a key decision meeting will occur to confirm the end of the aligning of the James Webb telescope. The team will then transition from alignment efforts to commissioning each instrument for scientific operations and that is expected to begin this summer, which is uh, Ameri North American summer. Because down here we are finishing our summer. <laughs> we just, yeah, yeah. We're, yeah, we're just finishing our autumn now. Yep, yep. Yeah. And... Um, they recent like they did take a, a first image, um, a nice crisp image of a star mm -hmm. recently, and it was quite a nice image. And they put a kind of a red filter on it, and behind the star you can see many many galaxies, which is so good, amazing. Oh, and wow. I read in an article that they accidentally took a picture <laughs> of two black holes as well. Wow! So <laughs> they captured all that in this image, which is amazing. So, so already it's just started and it's already blowing everybody's socks off. So it's, yes. it's pretty amazing. Wow. Um, yeah. So you guys also wanted to know who is James Webb? Yes, okay. that's right. Yep. So James Webb was the NASA administrator appointed um, b between 1961 and 1968, and he was responsible for um, overseeing the NASA Apollo program. Mm -hmm. So he kind of got the position, and Kennedy's like, hey, I want to go to the moon, and now he's got to make it happen. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yes, and then they do okay. it, and then Kennedy goes, how much? What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this and he's like, oh, we, we kind of have to just go ahead now because that much? I've announced it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so uh, it says here, NASA Administrator Sean O'Keefe announced the name of the telescope, saying it's fitting that Hubble's successor be named in honour of James Webb. Thanks to his efforts, we got our first glimpse Glimpses at the dramatic landscape of outer space. Wow. He okay. took our nation on its first voyages of exploration, yeah. turning our imagination into reality. So, yeah, yeah he he's well deserving of you know to be named after this telescope. Yeah, so I there like you that, go. Um, NASA history is carried forward, or space exploration history is carried forward in the naming of things. And then, yeah, yeah like Lino and I had no idea who James Webb was, but yeah. you know, um, and we were asking that question, Lino, when we did the science segment on this yeah. a, few, a little while back. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's good to know. Thanks for that one, Caroline. Thank you yeah. very much, Caroline. So Thank exciting. You. I can't wait to see more images now, and I'm sure it'd be what, it won't be too far off now. So, yeah. yeah I'm sure 12 the... months from now we'll be, yeah. we'll be just uh, excited by all the different images. Oh, that have, goodness. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 You can quote me back that in 12 months. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned because we'll yeah. most likely in a few months' time be starting to report on what um, we're, we're seeing in the telescope, from the telescope. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Brilliant. All right. Uh, did you have any other? I think that was it, wasn't it, Caroline? Science-wise? Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Sounds good. All right. Lino and I took notes, and we know there's a test on it later. Lino, you ready to go? <laughs> uh, sort of, sort of. I, 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 look, I, I just love the idea, and this James Webb telescope, Caroline, is absolutely stunning. It's an awesome thing. It's amazing. It's like a little tiny little thing in the universe, of course. It's <laughs> tiny, but it's so powerful, and it just shows how technology has evolved, eh? You look at our phones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Know, well, not this one particularly. This is big ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? The technology has gone, it, it make it smaller yeah. and it's more powerful. Yes. And, and this James Webb telescope, oh, yeah, I, and, I can't wait either. 
That's it. And and I know it took a very long time for this telescope to be made and it went insanely over budget. Mm. However, the results, because they planned so well, they didn't have to do so many corrections mm -hmm. and they didn't have to like, I, I heard, uh, I was watching a YouTube video and um, they were saying, you know, just if something goes wrong, we'll just kind of rattle it in space. Or they have <laughs> the ability to like yeah. spin the telescope around yeah. if something's like, so it's not like Hubble where they can send up a couple of astronauts up to yeah. go and repair it. They had yes. to really plan to yeah. make sure that, this thing is going to work. And I know that, you know, the unfurling of the the mirrors was, you know, such a nervous time, but it really performed really well. They really that spent a, a long time. That was a mechanical feat, though, to do exactly. that, to unfold it and, and set up the sail and everything. Exactly. Yeah. And, and for it to be working the way it is now, it's just a real testament to those amazingly intelligent people at NASA who surprise us mm. all the time with their accomplishments accomplishments and um yeah and yeah i just cannot wait to see more to be yeah, honest i just i honest. just love the idea so i just thought of this <laughs> yeah. but you know how there's uh how there were those um pinball games on computers where you press spacebar <laughs> to shake the machine yeah, yeah i just yeah. imagine a, a nasa engineer when the when it's telescope you're just tapping spacebar until it. yeah <laughs> but then if you tapped it too many times the machine like the pinball machine would stop so don't tap it too many times NASA, then you just will say. have to, to send say. up something to kind of nudge it yeah awesome thank you so much for that carol i, I, I just love this this particular telescope. I remember watching it launch on yeah. Christmas night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it was yeah. I just can't. I've got no words to describe just how like like Lena was saying before how amazing yeah, this project amazing. is. This project, yeah, it's, it is. Yeah, yeah. it's so cool. Yeah. Let's science is brought to you by StarQuest Media and is a fortnightly podcast that brings you the scientific wonders of our universe from a distinctly Catholic point of view. For more from Caroline, Lindsay, and friends, listen to the StarQuest show. Catholics of Oz. Find links from today's show at sqpn.com slash science and find the Catholics of Oz at sqpn.com slash Oz. Be sure to follow the show in Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you can find podcasts or on the SQPN YouTube channel. The generous donations of our patrons at sqpn.com slash give make it possible for us to continue Let's Science and all the shows at StarQuest, which makes our nonprofit mission possible. You can join them by visiting sqpn.com slash give. Join us next time for more scientific wonders. And thank you for listening to Let's Science on StarQuest.